This is Dan's Mega 65 Digest for June 2023. Cross-Development for Fun and Profit, Part 1. There's something wholesome about writing a program on a vintage computer. Such a computer was designed to give equal attention to programs written by their operator and programs written by software companies, and included everything you would need to get started writing such programs. Compared to modern software development, the constraints of on-device retro coding can be comforting and inspiring. When all you have is a Commodore, some graph paper, and a reference manual, you can concentrate on creating programs and solving problems without distraction. Professional software companies didn't always do it this way. Larger companies often used other computers to produce Commodore software, such as a mainframe computer with larger storage, computation, and multi-user collaboration capabilities. They would write code using languages like C and use specialized tools that combined the efforts of programmers and artists into data that could be written to a disk and run on a Commodore. Known as cross-development, this workflow gave these companies a competitive advantage. They could work faster, collaborate better, reuse code across projects, and even develop their programs for multiple kinds of computers at the same time. Today, many hobbyists use modern computers to write programs for vintage machines. There are so many good cross-development tools at our disposal that we can't cover them all in one digest. This month, we'll consider the advantages of cross-development and survey a few tools you can use to write Mega 65 programs in BASIC and assembly language. We'll highlight recent developments in these tools made specifically for Mega 65 programming. And we'll introduce an exciting new cross-development language that has just added Mega 65 support, XC Basic. Featured Files Three quick entertainments in this month's selections. Bump Pocket by Mighty Axel. Collect colored orbs for points and dodge bombs in this action game. Written in BASIC using CBM PERG Studio. Use a joystick in port 2. 10 Print Racer 80 Column by Jakes Bly. Speed down a path cut through the famous 10 print pattern in this conversion of a game by Robin of 8 bit show and tell. Press 4 and 6 to move left and right. Mega Poly by Mirage BD. An homage to the Amiga Boing Ball demo, this modern take renders a smoothly animated rotating 3D shape using the Mega 65's DMA hardware. Keep this running in the background at your next club meeting. Mega Vision Project Share, July 1st. Mark your calendars. On Saturday, July 1st at 7 p.m. UTC, that's 12 noon Pacific time, Gercha is hosting the first ever Mega Vision an online project share event hosted over Zoom. All topics are welcome, from hardware to software, completed projects or works in progress, or even just personal experiments that you don't intend to upload to Filehost. And if you can't make the date, you're invited to pre-record a presentation to be shown at the event. 
Contact Gercha on Discord if you'd like to present something, and keep an eye out on Discord for further instructions. The meeting link will be made available just before the event. Pacific Commodore Expo Northwest 2023 in Seattle, Washington, USA, June 24th to 25th. If you'll be near the Pacific Northwest of the United States the weekend of June 24th through 25th, mark your calendars again. Pacific Commodore Expo Northwest 2023 is an annual gathering of Commodore enthusiasts in Seattle, Washington, hosted by Robert Bernardo, the Fresno Commodore User Group, and the Seattle Commodore Computer Club. This year's venue is the Old Rainier Brewery Intraspace. Attendance is free, no tickets required. I'll be at the expo all weekend giving talks and demos of the Mega 65. Challenge me with your toughest questions. If I don't know the answer, I'll make something up. Four-player joystick adapter. Like other Commodores, the Mega 65 includes two peripheral ports for joysticks and other controllers. That's fine if you only have one friend, but what if you have more than one friend? Paul Gardner-Stevens designed a joystick port expansion interface that connects to the expansion cartridge port of a Mega 65. Gercha reproduced these results, and if you're electronics savvy, you can make your own. Thanks to Jim of Bitzeal, Jim underscore 64 on the Discord, you can now buy a pre-assembled four-player joystick interface for the Mega 65. Jim has also put together Four Fun, a disc of four-player games that work with the adapter. Jim even includes a disc label for Four Fun when you buy the interface. The Mega 65 four-player interface is inspired by a similar Commodore 64 peripheral that connected to the user port. Protovision makes a modern version of this peripheral, but it doesn't work with the Mega 65 because the Mega 65 does not, yet, have a user port. However, both adapters use the same software interface, so they should be compatible with the same four-player games. See also Jim's Filehost page for the adapter for links to all of these resources. The Cross-Development Workflow Cross-development tools allow you to use a modern computer to develop software for the Mega 65. Typically, you write your code as one or more text files using a modern programmer's text editor, such as Visual Studio Code. You use a tool called a cross-compiler to convert your text files into a program that your Mega 65 can run. In cross-development terminology, the Mega 65 is the target platform, and the computer you use to develop the software is the host platform. Typically, the output of a cross-compiler targeting Commodore computers is a PRG file, or PERG file. You can put the PRG file on a D81 disk image using a program such as Droid64, which we looked at in a previous issue of the Digest. Copy the D81 disk image to your Mega 65, then use dload and run commands at the ready prompt to run the program. It's possible for a large program to consist of multiple files on one or more disk images. These are typically built with cross-development tools to manage all of that code and data and to create the disk images in an automated workflow. This is an advanced technique and requires specialized code to read from the disks. For this digest, we'll focus on single file programs. Running your program. Having a quick and easy way to run code immediately after it is written is essential to the task of programming. This is easy enough if you're running the software on the same computer where you wrote it. When you want to try your basic program, you simply type run. 
For cross-development, that last step of getting the PRG to your Mega 65 can be a challenge. Moving the SD card back and forth between your PC and the Mega 65 for each bug fix would drive you crazy. Thankfully, there are other options. Running a PRG with XEMU The most common way people cross-develop for the Mega 65 is with the XEMU emulator, which runs on your PC. XEMU is like having a Mega 65 on your computer, so you don't have to transfer your program to another computer to test it. You'll need a copy of the latest ROM file, and you'll follow the XEMU Mega 65 Quick Start Guide to set it up. An easy way to run a Mega 65 PRG file is to drag it into the running XEMU window, then click Run slash Inject as PRG in the dialog window that opens. A faster and nerdier way to run a PRG in XEMU is to start XEMU from the command line, using the dash PRG command line flag. The command is something like x mega 65 space dash PRG space hello.prg, or whatever the name of your PRG file is. I like to automate everything as much as possible, so I make this command part of a build script or shell command sequence so I can build and run my program in a single step. You can also put this along with your build command, such as petcat, in a Visual Studio Code run configuration. Running a PRG on Mega 65 hardware. I also like to test my programs on an actual Mega 65 as much as possible. I use a device called a JTAG adapter that connects to the Mega 65 mainboard on one end and to my PC via a USB cable on the other. With this connected, I can use a PC app like M65 Connect, or the M65 command line tool, to beam a PRG file directly to the Mega 65. Search for M65 Connect or Mega 65 Tools on Filehost, and download these tools for your PC's operating system. If you want to go this route, see detailed instructions in my Mega 65 Welcome Guide. We won't need the JTAG UART method for much longer. The Mega 65 team has nearly completed a new feature that allows you to transfer files and run programs over the Mega 65's Ethernet jack connected to your local network. This hotly anticipated feature will enable much faster file transfers than a USB serial connection, and won't require any additional hardware other than a common Ethernet cable. Expect Ethernet file transfer support later this year. Cross-developing basic programs in a previous issue of the Digest, we introduced two tools for doing cross-development of basic programs for the Mega 65. One of these is PetCat, a command line tool that takes a text file of basic code and produces a PRG file. See the article for a listing of an example basic program that we visited in the previous issue that converts a temperature from Celsius to Fahrenheit. Type this into a text file, then save it with the file name tempconv.bas. To convert this to a Mega 65 perg using petcat, use this shell command: petcat space dash w65 space dash o space tempconv.prg space dash dash space tempconv.bas. The command line tool petcat is included with the Vice suite of Commodore emulators. In late February, the Vice project accepted an update that completes its support for BASIC 65. This update has not yet been included in the official release of Vice. For the convenience of the Mega 65 community, I built the latest version of PetCat for each major platform, so you can just download it and use it. 
See the link in the article. Also remember that there's a Mega65 wiki page on PetCat that describes how to use it and its text-based syntax. CBM PRG Studio 4.1.0 Update CBM PERG Studio added support for the Mega65 with its version 4 release. Arthur Jordanson continues to add Mega65 features and has just released version 4.1. This new version includes a tool for composing music that can output play commands, as well as a way to export chardef statements from the character glyph editor. Support for Basic 65 has been improved, and the assembly language workflow uses KickAssembler for Mega 65 projects. CBM Perg Studio is an all-in-one cross-development suite for Commodore computers, and it's exciting to see it get more and more useful for Mega 65 programming. If you run Windows on your PC, give the new version a try. What's in a PERG? When you save a basic program to disk on the Mega 65 using the dsave command, it creates a file of type PERG, short for program. This file can be loaded back into memory from disk using the dload command. With cross-development, you use a tool on a modern computer to produce a PRG file that can be loaded into the memory of a Mega 65. The PRG file format is very simple. It contains raw data to be written to the Mega65's memory, along with the starting address. The address comes first, in little endian format, smallest digits first. In the case of a BASIC 65 program, the BASIC program data starts at address hexadecimal 2001, so the first two bytes of a BASIC 65 PRG file are hexadecimal 01 and hexadecimal 20. All remaining bytes are program data stored at that location. The deload command makes no effort to validate that the data is a basic program, or that it starts at a particular address. It just reads the starting address, then loads the data into memory at that address. This means that a PRG file can contain anything intended to be stored in memory. This could be machine code, or data such as graphics and music. You can write a basic program that contains deload commands to populate regions of memory from multiple PRG files. Notice that each region must begin in the first 64 kilobytes of memory, with an address between hexadecimal 0000 and hexadecimal FFFF, because there are only 16 bits, or 2 bytes, for the address in a PRG file. A common technique for cross-development of machine code programs is to produce a PRG file that starts with a short basic program followed by the machine code. The basic program uses the sys command to invoke the machine code program at the expected memory location. This allows the user to load everything into memory with a single deload command, then start the program with the run command. Cross-developing assembly language Cross-development is my favorite way to write assembly language programs for the Mega 65. Assembly language programs can get very long, literally one line of text per instruction, and it can be a big advantage to use modern text editing and source management tools to develop the code. A cross-assembler can take 45 GSO2 assembly language code and produce a machine language PRG file. You can create reusable libraries of routines and files shared across multiple projects, and even write macros that can generate code in useful patterns. My cross-assembler of choice for Mega65 coding is the Acme Assembler by Marco Bay. I like it because it is fast, featureful, and written in portable C that can be built for any modern platform. 
It has a traditional assembly language syntax that is easy to learn. Best of all, Acme has native support for the Mega 65 and 45 GSO2 instructions and mnemonics, such as LDQ. See the article for a short Acme assembler source file that generates a basic launcher and a two-line machine code program. You can see that this listing includes more than just the assembly language instructions for the program. It also includes instructions that tell the assembler how to produce the PRG file that we desire. The lines beginning with an exclamation point tell Acme to perform certain actions, such as exclamation point CPU, run in Mega 65 mode, including support for 45 GSO2 instructions. Exclamation point TO, generate a file named hello.prg in the Commodore PRG format. Exclamation point 8 and exclamation point pet, add some raw bytes to the PRG file that represent this short basic program. 10 space bank space 0 colon sys space dollar sign 2014. This program invokes the machine language code that follows the basic program in memory. The 45 GSO2 CPU is exclusive to the Mega 65. It is based on the 65 CEO2 CPU, a successor to the 65 CO2 CPU, which itself is a descendant of the 6502-6510 CPU we know from earlier Commodores. This means you can use a cross-assembler for the 6502 CPU to write Mega 65 software, though you won't be able to access all of its capabilities. A cross-assembler needs to support 65CEO2 instructions to access some features, such as the Z and B registers. The 45 GSO2 extensions to the 65CEO2 all take the form of combinations of 65CEO2 instructions. For example, even though the 45 GSO2's LDQ is not an instruction of the 65CEO2, you can invoke the LDQ instruction in a 65CEO2 cross-assembler with the magic incantation NEG NEG LDA. See appendices G and H in the compendium for a complete description of how this works. It's pretty neat. The Acme assembler knows about this 45GSO2 instructions like LDQ and will generate the appropriate incantations automatically. Many Mega 65 developers enjoy Kick Assembler, even though it only supports 6502 and 65CO2 instructions, and not 65CEO2 instructions. Kick has a rich feature set for writing and generating structured assembly language code, and is well-loved by serious Commodore developers. Shallon's Mega 65 Macro Toolkit is written for Kick, which is a strong endorsement. Kick Assembler is written in Java and requires a Java runtime. Other fine 6502 cross-assemblers include DASM, OFIS, and CA65. Note that each assembler has its own syntax, so be sure to read their manuals to figure out how to do things like the basic startup routine. The Acme listing above will only work with Acme. XC Basic Want the simplicity of Basic with the power and speed of machine code? XC Basic by Tsaba Fakete is a cross-compiled Basic-like language for Commodore computers. Saba has just released XC Basic version 3.2.0 beta with support for the Mega 65. See the article for a program listing of that temperature conversion program written for XC Basic. This example only highlights a couple of features of the language, but they're worth noticing. For starters, there are no line numbers. 
XCBASIC uses named labels and subroutines to indicate how control flows through the program. This program does not make use of labels or subroutines, so it just executes instructions top to bottom. XCBASIC variables must be declared before they are used, and the declaration must say what type of value will be stored in the variable. This differs from BASIC 65 and other Commodore BASICs that use a symbol like the dollar sign at the end of the name to indicate the value type. In this example, the variables f and c are declared as floating-point decimal values. These can contain numbers like 75.4 or negative 273.15. The variable fstr is declared as a string with a maximum length of 20. Unlike Commodore BASIC, strings must have a pre-declared maximum length so that the memory can be allocated in advance by the compiler. Deciding on a maximum length requires extra effort during programming, but it helps the XC BASIC compiler produce a faster and more memory-efficient program. This program uses the input statement to accept user input into the reserved string memory, then uses the val function to convert the string to a floating point for use in the calculation. Also notice that the variable name can be a comfortable length, and is not limited to two characters, as in Commodore BASIC. XCBASIC is a powerful language with many useful features for structuring and organizing large programs. The XCBASIC compiler produces a machine code program, so the program runs much faster than BASIC 65, especially with the Mega65's 40 MHz processor speed. You can even mix BASIC and assembly language code in the same XCBASIC program. The XCBASIC compiler relies on the DASM assembler mentioned earlier to produce the final PRG. As you get deeper into cross-development, you'll notice that a complete workflow often involves multiple tools, sometimes in a tool chain where the output of one tool is used as the input of another, until the final tool produces a PRG or D81 disk image. In this case, the XCBASIC compiler generates assembly language code intended for DASM, and DASM produces the PRG. XCBASIC invokes the assembler automatically. I was able to get XCBASIC running on my Mac with the following steps. Step 1. Download DASM. Expand the archive to get the DASM command line tool. Step 2. Download XCBASIC 320 beta using the source code link, either zip or tar.gz. This archive contains pre-built command line tools in the bin subdirectory, so you do not need to build this from source code. Step 3. On a Mac, you need to tell macOS that it's okay to run these tools even though they lack Apple developer signatures. Use these commands xattr space dash d space com dot apple dot quarantine space and then the name of the command line tool. Use this for both DASM and XCBASIC3. Step 4. The DASM command must be on the command path for your shell so that the XCBASIC command can find it. See your shell's instruction manual for instructions on how to do this. To compile a program for the Mega 65, invoke the XCBASIC3 command with the dash dash target equals Mega 65 option. A full command line might be XCBASIC3 space dash dash target equals Mega 65 space tempconv.bas space tempconv.prg. I'm as nostalgic for the days of writing programs directly on my Commodore as anyone else, and I still do it sometimes. I use cross-development for larger projects for several reasons. 
On a modern machine, I can type faster, I can save and backup multiple versions of my code more easily, and I can use more powerful tools and languages to write programs. Eventually, we'll have more on-device programming tools, like Mega Assembler, so I can do more without leaving the comfort of the Mega 65. Both methods have their place. In next month's Digest, we'll continue exploring cross-development tools, with a look at programming your Mega 65 using the C language, as well as a language that's newer than any of our vintage computers, called Rust. Until then... For more, see m65digest.substack.com.